I am telling you right now, the Indianapolis Colts are going to be better in 2022 than they were in 2021, and I'm going to give you 10 reasons why. Matt Ryan is reason number one. The other nine, and I got a bonus one. So there are really 11 reasons that the Colts are going to be better than they were in 2021, which means they're going to the playoffs because they came one win away, right? That just stands to reason. We're not going to talk about Quentin Nelson anymore. I don't want to talk about that man anymore. The Indiana Hoosiers, they open up Big Ten play and their season tonight at Memorial Stadium against the Fighting Illini. The Illini coming off a win against the Cowboys of Wyoming. Can Indiana save Tom Allen's job? Or will Tom Allen's contract do that for Tom Allen? We're going to talk about that. Uh, a full raft of high school football games that are unbelievable. And and the last one we're going to talk about is Osceola Grace at Jimtown. What a pregame ceremony they're going to have down there. And the uh, college football playoff board of directors, they have approved an expansion to 12 teams. Of course they did. It means more money. Does anybody ever vote against more money? No, no, no. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for... Friday, September 2nd, 2022, we're brought to you by the great people at BUSR. So here's the deal. If you deposit $100 or more, you get a free $25 in casino chips. And whatever you deposit up to $1,000, they're going to match it in free play. That is how much they covet your enjoyment in sports wagering. That's what happens. Indiana tonight, a one-and-a-half-point favorite still. It hasn't eroded further. It's not even money. Not yet. We'll see what happens as we get closer to uh, kickoff. Remember, smash that subscribe button, hit the like button, ring the bell. Let's go. And, and by the way, the BOSR link is at the bottom of this in the description. Go to BOSR.ag. You, you deposit up to 1000 They match it up to 1000 in free play, all right? And then, like I mentioned, anything over 100 bucks, you get uh, a free 25 bucks in chips to play in the casino. There you go. Their online casino. All right, let's talk about sports. The Indianapolis Colts are going to be better this year, and I'm going to give you 11 reasons why. The first one, Sam Ellinger is going to be the key. Sam Ellinger as the third. I'm just kidding. He's not going to be the key. He's not going to see the field. He's never going to be active, but he's going to make some money this year, and that's a good thing. We like Sam Ellinger. We don't dislike Sam Ellinger, but we would like, look, it's a zero-sum game. you got 53 roster spots. You don't have Sam Ellinger. you got somebody else on the roster, like Sterling Weatherford. Would we not like to have Sterling Weatherford on the roster? Yes. It isn't about Sam hate. It's not. On number 10, Stephon Gilmore. He is the best, and I don't know why he's number 10, other than his kind of uh, the frequency with which he gets injured from time to time. He's 32 years old, and so, you know, we hate to, like, put all our chips in behind Stephon Gilmore. Uh, he's the best cornerback that's played for the Colts in almost 30 years. The best since Ray Buchanan, to me. And he might be better than that. He was the 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, for God's sake. Stephon Gilmore is going to ball out for the Colts. Just hoping to stay healthy for 17 games. Number nine, Quiddy Pay. This is his second year. It takes a year. It did with Robert Quinn. It does with almost everybody who's going to make a living trying to get to the quarterback. 
It takes time to develop the skill set to go with the physicality and the athleticism that allows guys to get to the quarterback before the quarterback delivers the ball. You got to beat the guy in front of you, right? The offensive lineman. And you got to get the quarterback in a place where you get to hit him and you can't allow him to move. That's going to be critical because DeForest Buckner and Grover Stewart are going to hold the integrity of that pocket. And whoever the quarterback is, is not going to be able to step up. Quiddy Pay, Yannick Ngakwe, they are going to get home. We'll talk about Yannick Ngakwe in a minute. Number eight, Shaq Leonard is healthier than at any time since his rookie season. He got his ankle rolled as a rookie, and the ankle has been shot since. Last year, when asked about his ankle, Shaq Leonard would say, it's attached. It wasn't funny then. It's not funny now. But he feels better. He's had the back surgery. The ankle is rehabbed. He says he feels good. Doesn't say he's pain-free. And if you've had injuries, you know how that works. You feel better and better and better and more functional and more functional and more functional, but you never feel exactly right. Number seven, Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines give the Colts an explosive run game and short passing game. These two guys... Jonathan Taylor coming off his 1,811-yard season, most in the history of the franchise, dating back to its inception in 1953. Naheem Hines, a guy who really projects toward being a Darren Sproles type of weapon. These two guys are going to be formidable. And what the Colts lack at wide receiver, what we perceive as a lacking wide receiver, is going to be made up for with these two guys. Naheem Hines is going to catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. It is what Matt Ryan does. Matt Ryan, one of the best in the game at the play-action pass. Really, really good. That, and we're going to talk about Matt Ryan in a minute, too. Uh, Number six, winnable first two games on the road. If you get to start the season 2-0 on the road, you have set yourself up for a very successful year. The Colts, they should beat Delivin' Hell out of the Houston Texans. I don't care whether it's a season opener. I know the Colts haven't won a season opener since 2013, but beating the Texans, Texans are terrible. Colts outscored the Texans last year, and, and a non-playoff Colts team outscored the Texans 62-3. to Come on. I don't care if Lovey Smith or Lovey Lombardi is the coach of the Houston Texans. Come on, let's go. Um, they're going to be fine. Number five, the offensive line is healthy and ready. You got Braden Smith, terrific right tackle. Danny Pitter, who's going to be an upgrade at right guard. Ryan Kelly, who's a Pro Bowl center. Quentin Nelson, who's a first team All Pro left guard. And then you got Matt Pryor and you got Bernard Ryman. Left tackle is going to be the key. If Pryor and Ryman can find a way to combine to be competent, you got an offensive line that is going to be able to move the pile forward for the run and protect, form an impenetrable pocket to protect Matt Ryan. And that's key. As we know, Matt Ryan, when he is sacked 40 or more times, the Falcons had big trouble getting to the playoffs. When he was sacked less than 40 times, they always went to the playoffs. Matt Ryan being upright, maintained upright, is an absolute critical key for this team. The Colts have got to pass protect Receivers got to get open, and Matt Ryan's got to get the damn ball out quickly, unlike the guy we had last year. We'll talk about that in a minute again. Uh, number four, Michael Pittman Jr., 88 catches, 1,082 yards, six touchdowns. He really looked good in camp. 
really good with Matt Ryan. It seems like they've set up some kind of chemical thing between them, a rhythm between them that I really like. I thought going into camp, just looking at the roster, that it was going to be difficult for Michael Pittman Jr. to be a fantasy winner, right? Because uh, Matt Ryan likes to spread the sugar a little bit, likes to you know hit lots of receivers, as did Phillip Rivers two years ago. However, boy, oh boy, uh, Michael Pittman Jr. looks good. And because he seems to be the only competent returning, uh, proven, let's say that, proven receiver for this team, you know what? He's going to face doubles, right? He looked really good in the preseason in practices, in the competitive practices with the Lions. Pittman looked terrific. Number three, Yannick Ngakwe. Always, always you can book it between 8 and 12 sacks a season. Every single year he's played, he has tallied between 8 and 12 sacks per season. He's going to do it again. And that is key. And they got him for Rocky Scene. Ooh, Yannick for Rock. Nice. And Gakwe for Enrockwe. There you are. I don't think any of that makes sense, to tell you the truth. Number two, Gus Bradley instead of Matt Eberflus. Would the Colts have fired Matt Eberflus if the Bears hadn't hired him as their head coach? That's the question about Matt Eberflus. That he is no longer the defensive coordinator, I enjoy. Because here's the math. Gus Bradley is like a calculus-level defensive coordinator. Matt Eberflus was basic math. And here was the basic math. 1 plus 2 plus 10 equals a first down. How many third and eights, third and sevens turned to first downs because Matt Eberflus's zone gave 12 yards a cushion? It's ridiculous. Stop that. Thankfully, he's taken that act to Lake Forest, Illinois, where he's implementing it with the Bears who announced that Ted Phillips is leaving that organization. Don't celebrate, Bears fans, because the McCaskies are going to hire some other accountant toady like Ted Phillips, to run their operation, just like Ted Phillips has done for oh so many years and done it so well. Ugh, good heavens. At any rate, Eberflus is now the problem of the city of Chicago, like they need more problems, and Indianapolis has got Gus Bradley. That is a huge upgrade for the Colts. Matt Ryan, number one. He is smart. He is genuine. He is a leader. He is physically gifted. He has great hand-eye coordination. He delivers the football not to a hand, but to a finger. It's like Brian Evans told me about Mark Price, right? Remember Mark Price? Great shooter. When Mark Price worked on shooting, when he shot, he would aim at the hooks, at an individual hook holding the net. Not at the bucket, not at a space on the rim, at a hook. And more often than not, he would hit it. That's Matt Ryan level of accuracy. Uh, healthy throughout camp this year, which was also a big deal, because the other guy last year, whose name I'm not going to mention, uh, why not? Carson Wentz. He wasn't healthy. He had a foot problem that he's had since high school. i got to get this fixed, Coach, right away. <laughs> my foot. <laughs> Imagine the quarterback I could have been if only my foot hadn't been hurt in high school. Hmm. That is why the Colts are going to be much, much better. Indiana tonight at Memorial Stadium, a point-and-a-half favorite over the Fighting Illini. I am going to take Illinois because I was over 2 yesterday, so I'm taking Illinois and taking the point-and-a-half. 
because I believe it will lead Indiana to a win. All right, they've got Donovan McCulley. They got Omar Cooper, uh, both from Lawrence North High School, right here down the road. Connor Bazelak's going to start a quarterback. Yeah, he's going to start a quarterback. I think they're going to put Jack Tuttle back there. Tom Allen coaching for his life. He, Jack, get in there. Oh, no. It's going to be Connor Bazelak. Here's the thing. Is this a make-or-break year for Tom Allen? This is what Indiana fans were asking. It's not. Because Tom Allen's contract has a buyout that is way punitive. And not as many people care about football as care about basketball. So buying out Archie Miller, a lot easier to find that cash than buying out Tom Allen. Tom Allen is due 100% of the $4.9 million on average per year he is contracted to receive through the 2027 season. That's six years. So that's what? That's uh, $35, $38 million, something like that. Couldn't do the math in my head quickly enough. He's due all of that money if he's fired uh, without cause before December 1st, 2024. So three more years Tom Allen's got before that number starts to become a little bit more manageable. Hope you like Tom Allen. And a win tonight, that would be gigantic for Tom Allen, for Scott Dolson, for IU. We're not rooting against Tom Allen. We're rooting for Tom Allen. We're rooting for Indiana. But... I got to tell you, I'm still a little butt, uh, butt sore over 0-9 in the Big Ten last year. Does not thrill me to foresee that kind of lack of winning in Bloomington over the next several years as Indiana waits for the buyout that they themselves negotiated to uh, lapse. All right, so we hope for the best. Uh, high school games tonight, you got Cathedral at Penn, which is interesting because all-world quarterback Danny O'Neill, his dad played at Penn on that same field. How about that? Tonight, Danny goes up, and, and we'll see what happens. It's their second trip to go play the Kingsmen, as Danny has been a quarterback at Cathedral. Uh, HSE at Avon, Detroit Cass at Carmel, Chittard at Roncalli, that's a barn burner. LN at LC, the battle for uh, Lawrence Township. Noblesville at Fishers, Osceola Grace in Jimtown. They're at Jimtown. Here's the interesting things, uh, uh, thing about that game. Couples named Grace and Jim, because you got Osceola Grace and Jimtown, they will be entered if they show up tonight and show proof of identification in a drawing to deliver the game ball to midfield right before the opening kick in a, uh, a chariot built of carrots, made of carrots. So any Jim and Grace married get to deliver the game ball or entered in a drawing to deliver the game ball to midfield on a uh, chariot built of carrots. So there that's you go. preposterous. <laughs> <laughs> Julie finds that preposterous. She believes nothing that I say. You know what? Have a great weekend. It's a long weekend, fantastic weekend. Enjoy yourselves. You got Pitbull. Out at Ruoff, you got IU tonight on Fox Sports 1. You got a lot to do and a lot of ways to enjoy it. I hope you get after it and get after it hard. Let's go Central Indiana.